Hello and welcome back to the next episode of the Premier League Project. So today we've got a quite a special episode actually. We've got two people on rather than one. So I've got two of my mates on from back at home anyway. So we've got um, Ollie, how are you? I'm not bad, thank you, Walter. How are you? I'm not bad at all. And we've got, the other person we've got is Brent. Brent, how are you? I'm perfect. I'm buzzing to be on the Wazdog podcast. Thank you for having me, lad. No worries, no worries at all. Right, anyway, should we fly back all the way till five o'clock when the lineups came out? So, yeah, there was some quite interesting news. I mean, we knew a, bit, a lot of it, but the main one is obviously Phillips missing. How did you think we coped tonight without Phillips? Brent? Yeah, I thought we played pretty class, to be fair. Laurentier just slotted in. Obviously, with the ground and the pitch, but obviously we'll get into that later. I don't think it was the best game for him to come back onto, but... I think we slotted in. I think we did better without Jamie Shackleton starting and just having Struik and Lorente on. But I think he played quite well. Yeah. What did you What did you think about um, Lorente then, Davis? Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more with what Brent said. Really, to be honest, he's a perfectly good replacement for Phillips. He's not as good, but to say it was his like his debut, he performed really well. Yeah, we seem to go back to a um, back three because obviously we usually do that when they play a two up front. But yeah, it seemed to, it seemed to work tonight. Anyway, moving on from the lineups, there weren't much. There was a few incidents in the first half. Not much, not many chances really. But the the first sort of major thing was um, they had a penalty that was originally given and then um, VAR returned it. What did you think, Brent? Did you think that was a penalty? It's the biggest load of rubbish that the ref even gave that penalty. I can see how he gave it, to be fair. But the um, their player was just looking for it. Like, you can see in the replays, as soon as it, as soon as the first replay came on, I knew it was going to get overturned. As yeah. you can see, Lorente, he pulled out of his right leg and the other player pulled his right leg straight onto Lorente. He was looking for the penalty. We can all agree that. And I think the right decision was brought in. And that's one of the benefits of VAR being brought in this season. I feel like yeah. that shows why VAR were brought in, because the ref made a mistake at the start giving it. Yeah, how about you, Davis? I'm guessing you sort of would back that opinion of uh, Brent. Yeah, yeah, that's literally what I would have said. Yeah, no, I think as well with the penalty, um, Teller seems to, for me, like Laurenti sort of puts his foot there and then pulls it away, but Teller is really looking for it, and I actually think he puts his leg, yeah. you see this a lot now with players, but he put his leg out, so he made contact with him, because Laurenti had sort of Shifted it back, sort of in towards his feet. But definitely, um, oh, yeah. He yeah. tried to like keep both of his his legs as close as Laurentiis to it as possibly he could to try and get that penalty. Yeah, I exactly. Think, I think that first half, we've all got to remember that that's Teller's first game for in the Premier League for Southampton. Like he played class. Like yeah, you got to give really him nerves or anything. If you, I'm being honest, you can't, <laughs> you can't let that one scenario. Like it's going to overlook him that one scenario. But he played class that full first half. I was surprised he got subbed actually in, um, early in the second half for um, Gineppo. No, it wasn't Gineppo. I can't remember it was. But um, no, I was surprised they pulled him to be honest because I thought yeah. he did quite well. He was one of the sort of main main threats for me. I think. But um, then the other the other main th- sort of talking point for the. Uh, first half was the goal sort of right at the end that was never really given but obviously the Southampton players were not particularly pleased about it what what would you make what would you make of that Brent if it's one of these situations if it were your team you'd want it if it were if it were their team it's declined 
it all depends on the players, really. Did the ref say play to the whistle? Did he not? As he turned his back, he did put his mouth to whistle and boat whistle. So that supports the referee's idea that he did say play to the whistle. But it's just one of those situations. Your team, you want it. Their team, you don't want it. Poor Southampton. Yeah. Well, what would you what would you think about that, Ollie? Because for, for me, I think I've always learned from since I'm about four years old that you, you play to the whistle. So if you don't, if you haven't blown yeah. the whistle, you can't play the ball. Not only that, he blew a second time, indi- indicating that he wanted the play to stop again. So yeah. even if the first one, even if the first whistle was allowed for the play, he blew it then again for them to stop, and they just continued, which is why the Leeds players backed off as well, which is probably why the goal. God. To be fair though, that Southampton player were through. Even Luke Ayling had switched off, and the Southampton player were through after before the second whistle. So yeah, just... I do. I do think actually if he, we're quite lucky that he did. He didn't blown because if he just if he just held his nerve, Ward Prowse before playing it, he might have actually actually got him through. To be honest, but, um, good job we didn't know in it. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> anyway. The other sort of thing I want to mention then is that the start of the game, Rafinha sort of played on the left. Now, we'll go on to his second half performance a bit later on. But in the first half, it didn't really work on the left. And then he moved back onto the right and looked a bit better. What did you think of that at first when he was originally started on the left? Brent? I, I think I think um, he just needed a bit of time. Like In the second half, well, obviously we're not going on the second half, but in the second half, it proved that with time, it worked out and... I don't yeah. know if it's because Southampton got tired legs. Obviously, Leeds are known to have really good fitness. Yeah. But it just wasn't working. But then as soon as Jack Harrison and Rafina swapped, it seemed it seemed to click back into thing. I don't know if it was tired legs in the second half, but I feel like Rafina and the Harrison double, it's more effective when they're on the correct sides and not each other's side. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Because then obviously Harrison, what you, I'm guessing you sort of back, Back to that sort of opinion, uh, Davis. Yeah, I'd just say Harrison can play on the other side well. When R- Rafinha was there, I just it doesn't suit his style at all because he's like a cutting man and you can't do that on his weak foot. Yeah, no, no, I, I do, I do agree with that. I think Rafinha on the right hand side is a, a top, top elite sort of footballer, whereas on the left it sort of limits him a bit. Having said that, obviously moving on to the second half. Um, he did. He did improve massively because he got put. Then we obviously at half time we brought Helder Costa and put him on the right again. And I thought I'm not sure about that. And then put um, Rafinha back on the left. But it did actually work second half. Were you were you just then the opinion of then like you said Brent that it was just sort of working his way into the game? I guess. I don't know because obviously Bielsa knows more than all of us. But I don't really back Helder Costa as much as other people do. But today showed all his class like. At, I won uh, at half time when Jack Harrison. I'm a really high uh, thinker of Jack Harrison. Like his crosses, his shooting, he's brilliant. Like, yeah. I'm not highly rated of Helder Costa, but today it proved like why he's in the league team and why he's really fighting for the starting eleven. Because when he's when he's come on, he haven't really put a foot wrong. And with Rafina on the opposite side, that worked as well. So going into the Villa game this weekend, I don't know. Like Jack Harrison could start, Helder Costa could start. I don't really know how it's going to go. Yeah, he had a good time against uh, Arsenal as well recently, didn't he? Um, Helder Costa. So yeah, no, I see. I do see what you mean. It did. It did seem a thing. I'm guessing. Where, what? Where would you stand on that? Are you a more Harrison man, uh, Davis, or a um, Costa man? 
I don't know, because the reason I think Costa did well today for me was just purely because of his pace. Down down that wing, he could just outpace in everyone. And you see, yeah. for me, if it was if you needed that pace on that wing and you knew you could do that, Harrison wouldn't be the man for me because he's not as quick. So, you know, it's just looking at who who your opponents are and what type of, you know, tactic you want to play. Do you just want to sprint down and cut in? Or do you want to, like, go through more through the middle? Yeah, you I, see, I think... Yeah, go on, Harrison, Harrison's not as pacey, but in the first half, Harrison was still pacing them Southampton players, so... Yeah, but Nerecta, because he I was the centre-back moving to right-back. Yeah, definitely. Um, going going on then with that, um, for me, I think Costa, for his actual ceiling, so uh, prime Costa versus prime Harrison, I do actually think prime Costa's actually probably maybe got a higher ceiling because I think he's got a low centre of gravity and he's got a few other traits that sort of suit a BLS team. I just don't see... He's a bit inconsistent is what I'm what I'm trying to go out here. But, um, yeah, I'd agree. But um, um, Harrison... Definitely, he's a different sort of winger. He's got a good cross, and he's not got a bad shot either. But uh, no, I, I do, I do. For me, I do think Costa's probably got a higher ceiling. It's just will you see it week in, week out? And he doesn't. He almost doesn't work as hard, and doesn't give you help with the defence as much as a uh, uh, Jack Harrison does. But um, yeah, Jack Harrison covers the defence well as well. Like yeah, obviously, second half Costa were getting back, and he were doing everything. To be fair to him. But obviously we've seen more of Jack Harrison and Jack Harrison backs like Alioski when Alioski is out of, out of place. And I just feel like Jack Harrison's got more to give to the Leeds team and that's the reason he's starting most games. He's just fitting it. He can just run. That's and why. I, I hope we get him at the end of the season because that'll be one of the biggest bargains that the Premier League's ever seen. Like, what Bielsa's doing to that boy is amazing. Yeah, when he came in, he just won... He's nowhere, he's nowhere near what he is now. He's, he's improved year on year, hasn't he? Literally. And that's like, hopefully we're going to get the same out of like Pervader and that, who we've also got off Man City. Yeah, exactly. No. This is third third spell now, isn't it? Third spell at least. Loan spell. No, anyway, getting on to the second half then. It started pretty well for Leeds. It couldn't have started much better. Bamford goes through and smashes it in the bottom corner. Can I just say, what a finish that was from Bamford. I... I I would talk about my dad, and I was saying that, that honestly, that is probably one of his best goals of the season. He's had a few, don't get me wrong, but for me, that was unbelievable. What did you think of that, Brent? It was world class, like the well, step, over, the best, the step over before it, just to uh, get him in the ball on the opposite side at defender. Is is a technical striker, like as we see later on, where he just blasts it, and the commentator actually called it a championship finish, but just. Yeah. The, the step over with his right peg and then to hit it with his left right into right corner. You, there's, you wouldn't have placed it any better. That ball, it was a perfect finish. It was, it was. As you said, it was. he had a sort of a similar step that he did against um, Leicester for the goal he scored as well. It was quite a similar sort of move, I thought. And to be fair, props to Roberts because that pass were a brilliant pass. What did you make of the pass? Because it went a bit under the rail, didn't it, Davis? Yeah. It was, it was Super. a really good pass. Yeah. <laughs> there ain't much no, else, really. It was, yeah, no, it uh, was underrated, like you said. Yeah, no, I, I yeah, I thought it was spot on to me. Um, then moving on, we had um, there we had a few chances after that, didn't we, to make it uh, two 0 I think Bamford had that chance that you sort of mentioned, um, Brent, 
And then Roberts had two. Do you think Roberts should have had a goal tonight? He should really, shouldn't he? Yeah, I think Roberts had a few chances. I think Lorente should have got on the score sheet as well. I mean, I, I don't, I don't think he could have done much more. It was just the great save from their keeper. But I think Roberts should have buried at least one. He had two good opportunities: one right at the start of the game, and then one what he wished. Hard, Some of them were like first time shots he were doing. Yeah, no, I think those time they were all first time. Yeah, but um, but I feel like he's he's technical. Like obviously. From Bielsa, he's a replacement to Rodrigo, and no one have backed Rodrigo to score. So I'm hoping that Roberts will get some confidence. But all he needs is one, and then he gets the confidence, and he'll start exactly. finishing more. Um, Bamford. Yeah, Bamford's the uh, perfect sort of blueprint in it for for Roberts to go on. But um, yeah, no. There's I, one I thing I want to say. I'm gonna to have to interrupt you, was it? Yeah, go on. Bamford, Bamford shot where it hit straight in the keeper. He should have, for me, he should have buried that really because that was a lot harder than the goal he scored. A lot yeah, yeah. Sorry. that's what I'm saying. Like the commentator actually said, it's a championship finish. I th- obviously it's on his unfavoured right foot. Like I think he just blasted it. I don't think he tried to place it. Where in the first goal, he obviously tried to place it. Yeah, it, it sh- I, for me, I, I wondered if he could have opened his body up and rolled it into the far corner with his left. I just he's ne- never been strong with his right. It just what did you think, Davis? You reckon he could have done that? Or? It's always worth a shot. Like using your weak foot can pay off sometimes because keepers might not expect it. They expect you to use your strong foot. Yeah. With his no. with his right peg as well. There was that situation in first half where he obviously was through, and then he just I don't know what happened. I thought he should have just shot with his right foot, but I think he was just nervous shooting on his right foot, and then he got pushed and he asked for the penalty, which. Yeah, I he think he should have got it away, shouldn't he, the shot there? Yeah, I think earlier on he should have just shot and then never know what happens. Even if he shoots and misses, get a bit of stick from fans. But in in other words, it could have shoot, score, and then 1-0 up early starting. Exactly. No, exa- that's that's always the, the risk when you take it on your weak foot, though. But no, I I, I fully back that. Um, Lorente had that chance as well, didn't he? That he, that he um, I, for me, that's got to go in. Like I, He's a centre-back, whatever. The keeper makes a brilliant save. I must must put that out there, but the, he's got a whole goal to him, and he does he does put it at him. Do you reckon that should end up in the net, Brent? It's a brilliant save. You can't take anything away from yeah, him. Yeah, no, you're right. You are right. Obviously, yeah, I feel like he should score. Is that me just being a Leeds fan and wanting him to score? I don't know. It just shows the Bielsa play. Who was it that crossed it in? I think it was Alioski, a left back crossing to a centre back. Just shows that all our players get everywhere. And then they obviously tried to go upfield and all our players were back there. It just shows the fitness levels in our team, which shows the uh, tired legs at Southampton, which is maybe why we scored three goals in second half. Yeah, they do have a thing, Southampton, bad second half, actually. I was looking at the stats before the game. They are, they're in the, they're well in the top um, half of the table for first half performances, but in the second half, they're well, they're well down. So you, Matt, you could put fitness into it, because I didn't think the press was quite as strong in the second half from Southampton. Uh, as it was the first, but um, no, no, you're right. Um, then now I do want to move on then to uh, Dallas's goal. That were a brilliant goal, wasn't it, Davis? Superb finish. <laughs> I mean, Dallas was saying it was a toe poke, but I say it moved more towards the outside of his foot. I mean, there is the comment. I fully agree with what the commentator said about Rafinha's position, and he he just drew some of them the men from the middle, and that just created that space for Dallas just to shoot. 
Yeah, he, he sort of sprinted across the face, which you see a lot from um, players, and he sort of dragged Vestergaard, didn't he, to open the space up. No, yeah, it was a super bit of play. It's one of them underrated things that you won't get an assist from it, you won't get anything, but people who sort of study the game well know that it's just so important, stuff like that. No, it really was yeah. excellent. What did you make of that finish, Brent? Brilliant, wasn't it? Class. I feel like the finish was the top piece of just a team play, really. All players sprinting to get in positions to get around uh, and just move the Southampton defence. Like, rate the finish, just poked it into the bottom corner, made it so the keeper had no chance. But I think the main bit was the team pulling all the defenders away and making the room for Dallas to shoot. Yeah, it's a typical sort of thing you see from Bielsa. And it was nice, actually, to see uh, Helder Costa finally get an assist. Cause obviously, he scored against Arsenal, but more the more and more sort of assists and goals he gets is is only beneficial to, uh, to us. Um, what else have I got down here, then? Um Oh, yeah, of course. The, the, I think the main thing, which for me was, was the best goal of the night, was Rafinha's free kick. What a free kick that was. Oh. Could, could the keeper have had it, Brent? Yeah, it's all on keeper there. Yeah, like, the obviously, I'm buzzing, but it, it, like, it wasn't too close, but it was far enough out for the keeper. I think it was a good, a good perfect height for Rafinha to shoot, so like it's right in front of keeper. But I, yeah. I feel like the keeper's got to be getting a strong hand on that and either patting it away or just... He just can't let that in, in my opinion. Great no. shot. Teaching James Ward Prowse how to do free kicks. I love it, but <laughs> it's, it's got to be saved. Yeah, I, I do think if it were if it were Mesley, we'd be giving him some grief. But no, no, it was, it was a good free... Do you think you take a, a bit away from the free kick, though, Davis, when you say that, all right, just keep the save it? Because it was still a good free kick, wasn't it? It was. It was well placed it was i mean it was right in the bottom corner so yeah you, you can't really argue with it you can only say that the keeper should have done better but unfortunately it didn't unfortunately for us yeah no he, he deserved it rafinha as well i thought he put in it i thought put in a good shift tonight and he did that thing at the end as well where he's like 86 minute and they had him sprinting down for the cube from the halfway line. and it is it's really is excellent for him nothing nothing more than his uh it's just fitness levels again, isn't it? It's perfect. Like you see all the clips from like Millwall away a few seasons ago, where five players surround the one striker off a corner. It's literally just fitness levels since Bielsa's come. I think that's the main thing that Bielsa's brought to this Leeds team: fitness levels and keeping everyone healthy. And but like all through the season, can we keep these fitness levels and keep injuries down? We'll have to see. It's funny, actually, that people like Lorente come in and they haven't had injuries the whole year, um, career, basically. And then he comes in and gets loads of injuries because that's that's how it's going to be. Because I think, actually, the same is going on at Huddersfield at the moment, who, obviously, with Carbrand going there, is quite a similar uh, approach. And your body, almost in the first year, has to get a year to get used to Bielsa's regime because it is... Precisely. <laughs> well, first, first season, um, Bielsa came. Obviously, we didn't come up... It- uh, and we'd like to say that we'd tired out in the latter parts of the season, so maybe it was just one season, the players' bodies getting up to it, and then now we're just flying through it, and all the new signings have got to get used to it. But saying that, Rafinha's flying under it all, so I think it's just the players' fitness and what team they've come from, really. Yeah, I think I think um, Wren's obviously playing at such a high level. They're in the Champions League, obviously, but um, or they were, anyway. You'd ex- you expect sort of a an increased fitness level to a Sociedad in um, Spain, where the game's usually used a bit slower. But um, 
The final thing I want to mention, actually, is not really about the game. It's more about the pitch. Now, that pitch, for me, it's actually getting to the point now where it's unsafe. And I wonder to myself, do we even play Ellen Road? Just play somewhere you can't play on that pitch. Do you think it is unsafe, Brent? I, I don't really know because I'm not, like, don't know anything about grass or, like, ground. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, all you have to look at is the chunk of grass coming out of the ground. It seems so <laughs> slippy, doesn't it? Yeah. It, it's yeah. the players. Like, it's all up to the players. Surely the players have a platform enough. If it was too dangerous to play, they would have said... Like, obviously, Bamford made a few jokes in his uh, press conference after, saying he's going to put, like, rugby boots in. But surely yeah. the players have a platform, and there's no rule saying Leeds can't play at Thorpe Arch, the training ground. So if it was that bad, I think they would have moved already. But then watching all the players slip around like an ice rink and all the pitch picking up, I, I don't know. I think the groundsman's got to have a few meetings and get some more funding down. Yeah, well, really for me, his, his little legs, he just he couldn't do anything. He was the worst for it. Yeah, no, it, for me, I, I, I just can't see what we've been absolutely shafted by um, Spurs for me. I can't see how that we've been, that pitch is any better. I know the other pitch was so bad and so cut up, but that pitch is just, for me, it's horrendous. Um, no, I... I I feel like I'd prefer a cut-up pitch than a slidey pitch because at least you can play football like on a hard pitch. On a slidey pitch, the ball's just sliding out of play. All the players are slipping around. What would you prefer, like a hard pitch or a wet pitch? Well, I think the problem is with the other one with it being so hard, it was getting cut up and it meant the ball wasn't sort of rolling smoother. At least on a... Because we obviously like to play quite fast football. And at least on this sort of slippy pitch, the ball does sort of zip across the surface, I guess. But... It, it comes at a price because I mean you can't stand up on it. It's ridiculous. Is it is it safe for Lorente to come back with a hamstring injury? I know this but is what I mean because we're going to damage. Not his glass is not. <laughs> <laughs> Alioski, little Jack Frost running. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I I just can't. I I really can't get around it. We I wonder if we almost put too much water in it. I'm not. I don't claim to be a pitch expert, but the must. There must be something we can do. And I also do realise as well that it is a 50-50 pitch. So it's half AstroTurf, half um, grass, which maybe plays into it. But no, it's just ridiculous, I think. Well, we can't, unfortunately, we can't do anything until uh, summer comes around because there's not enough time. To, well, like, you know, well some, summer, we're getting, summer we're getting a full new pitch, aren't we? It's all getting under, like, the soil underneath as well and the drainage system. But it's just come down to the drainage system. Like obviously, we've got a drainage system from what decades ago, and all these new teams have the new drainage system. I feel, I feel like COVID hit us hard. Like obviously, we didn't have enough time to get the new pitch sorted. Yeah, because that was meant to be putting in the summer, wasn't it? But um, it just didn't have time, obviously, with the quick turnover because of COVID, which which is a bit of a shame, to be honest. But it's something I think we've got to have to look into in the summer. And I, I'm confident we will. Anyway, is there anything you two want to mention? Because I'm, I'm happy to wrap it up there. Yeah, I do actually. I think we should talk about that tackle on Rafinha and his one-on-one. That is a good shout, actually. I almost forgot about that. What, what do you think then, Davis, going on with that? Well, <laughs> Rafinha should have shot, but my God, that, that challenge was timed to like perfection. You know, he got back and he timed that so well. And knock it out from Rafina, and yeah. to not cause a foul coming from behind him as well. 
No, no, I, I, I do agree with you. I do think, though, there's almost... There were almost a bit in my head that thought, yeah, you know what? If you take another touch, he fouls you. It's a red card, then. Uh, and I actually don't know if it is with any rule, but um, he did a penalty, and obviously Romeo uh, put in a tackle would have at least been on a yellow card. So, yeah, no, I, I, do, I think he should have pulled shot early. What, where do you stand with it, Brent? Um, I'd have shot much earlier. But obviously, yeah. he's got, obviously, he's got the skill to score. I wouldn't even I wouldn't even take a player getting sent off over the goal. I think that goal puts us one nil up and we sorted for the rest of the game. Oh, I don't I don't even think he was looking for like a foul or anything. I think he just took one touch too many and just got un, under under himself. I feel like you you put you put Rafina in that situation again. He buries it like nine nine times out of ten. It's just. Obviously, that one time. Obviously, if we lost, we'd come back to it, but we've won, so we can happily forget about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and he has he has got a lot of credit in the bank as well as Rafinha. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> it's gonna take a lot for him to, you know, look bad in our eyes now. Yeah, precisely. Well, considering there's like apparently lots of people are sniffing around him, aren't they? Yeah, I think Liverpool are in. Uh, um... I had a Leicester fan message me and saying that he, he, he thinks that he's going to go Leicester. I said he ain't going to go anywhere near Leicester. But, you know, I'll look him up <laughs> now. But, uh, anyway, Brent, have you got what you want to mention? No, that's me, don't I? There we are. Well, thanks for coming on, both of you. Uh, much res- uh, appreciated. And, yeah, we'll leave it there. Cheers, we have enjoyed it. No worries. See ya. See ya.